What's up, everyone? Welcome to Play Hard and Love Big Radio. My name is Nick Clark, and I am co-hosting today with my wife, Katie Clark. And today we are going to be talking about an upcoming free meditation challenge on Play Hard and Love Big Radio, as well as the benefits of meditation and why you should be doing it as a daily practice for your mental health. So stay on the show all the way to the very end to get all that great information. Play Hard and Love Big Radio is dedicated to bringing you the people, the stories, and the challenges that will help you connect to your center so that you can live a more purposeful and passionate life. We are the official podcast of Spotted Dog Yoga and Sup based out of Folsom, California. Check us out at spotteddogyoga.com. Katie, what's up and what's up with this awesome meditation challenge? The meditation challenge will be five days long. It will start this coming Monday, October 23rd. The meditations will be posted on our podcast at 4 a.m. Pacific each day. It will start on Monday as a five-minute meditation and then progressively, slowly increase till Friday. You will be doing one 15-minute meditation. So it's one meditation per day. We do recommend that you do it probably like first thing in the morning. Often with these types of things, life just gets in the way. So I find when I'm doing something like this, the best time to do it is when I wake up. It's also like a really quiet time in our house. I don't know about other people's houses, but morning time is just a little bit quieter, a little bit easier to get that extra time in for myself. So all you have to do is subscribe to our podcast on your favorite um, platform and um, just do the meditations. There's nothing else to be done. You don't even have to enroll for the challenge. It's just there for you as a resource. Killer. That rocks. And so that everybody knows, this podcast is available on all the major plod- podcasting platforms, including video podcasts on Spotify and on our YouTube channel. So don't forget to subscribe. And hit the notification bell so that you get notified when we upload these new meditations every morning starting October 23rd, 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 um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the 23rd. Now let's talk about the benefits of meditation because one of the benefits of meditation is that you can actually get your words out of your mouth in a clear way. But what are the other benefits of meditation, Katie? <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of them. And so one of the main ones that people use meditation for is to reduce stress. And when you are meditating regularly, you'll notice that that just comes naturally, but there is a why behind it that has been scientifically proven, which is that meditation can lower the uh, levels of cortisol, which is the stress hormone. And it also decreases the inflammation response caused by stress in the body. So there is a physiological, uh, actual thing happening in your body. And, um, and then the result of that is that you feel less stressed. Yeah, you got it. For me, I'm way less reactive throughout my day to any situation. If I meditate in the morning time and in the nighttime, when I meditate, I sleep better. It's almost like in the morning time, I'm preparing myself, clearing my space. And in the nighttime, I'm getting rid of all the stuff that happened throughout the day so that I can have a clear brain going into the night. So if you tend to be reactive 
uh, throughout your day or like extra stressed or you feel like you're bound up really tight throughout your day, meditation is amazing in the morning. And maybe you're one of those people that just doesn't sleep very good at night because you've got a lot on your mind. Meditation is also really great at night. So this meditation challenge is going to be sweet. I'm excited to hear how people benefit from it. What are the benefits that you've experienced from meditation, Katie? Well, I'm just going to kind of go down the the line of the list I have of benefits and then um, all of which I've experienced myself, but I think it's just really beneficial to hear. Um, meditation improves your mood and outlook by increasing positive emotions and decreasing negative emotions. So, um, you know, I don't want to sound like a broken record and repeat myself or repeat what you've already said, but I think that it's just, I just feel better when I do meditation. So it's not... There's no rhyme or reason to me other than that I'm just doing it, but there's reasons behind why it's happening that I don't need to really like think about all the time, but it just works. What's another benefit of meditation, Katie? Um, It promotes emotional health. So meditation can improve your mood and outlook by increasing positive emotions and decreasing negative emotions. And um, from my experience, I don't know about you, but from my experience, Um, when I meditate, I'm just more aware of the types of thoughts that I'm having and the thoughts that I'm having contribute to the emotions that I'm having. So I have the ability to redirect my attention to my body instead of focusing on those thoughts that then can create those negative emotions for me. Awesome. Great. What else you got? Meditation enhances self-awareness, so it can help you develop a better understanding of yourself and your inner state. So I think that kind of goes hand in hand with what we just talked about with, you know, regulating emotions and thoughts. Um, It also can lengthen your attention span. So meditation can improve your concentration and focus by training your mind to stay um, with a single task or a single subject versus feeling, I don't know about you. I sometimes will be doing one thing and then I think of something else I need to do. And then I veer to that thing without finishing the first thing I was doing. So that's a really big one for me. Um, you know, being able to just do one thing at a time because I feel like I do things better when I just do one thing and complete it fully and then move to the next thing. I don't know what you think about that. I mean, I think in general, human beings aren't meant to multitask, you know, but we are in a society that in a way draws us towards multitasking, you know? So even this morning as I was driving to the school to drop Owen off, there's like people driving around on their cell phone, you know? It's like, you're not supposed to be doing that, people. Like, just get present. And yeah, I think uh, creating self-awareness through meditation would allow people to see where it is that they're not just focused on one thing and help them do those single things that they're focused on at that moment in time better than just trying to get more and more things done um, with the amount of time that they have. When I'm in those like kind of moments where I'm like doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that, I think at that moment, I think I'm being more productive and more efficient, but I think it's actually the opposite because I'm not fully able to just do something and get it done in a timely manner and then move to the next thing. I think it actually probably takes longer to do the things than it would if I just did one thing at a time. Well, yeah, not even, not to mention all the times you got to go back and clean up the messes for the things that you didn't do as well as you could have done if you were focused just on those things, right? Like, uh, 
a lot of times if you don't focus on doing something specifically, then there's a mess that you have to clean up. So let's uh, create less messes and be more present. All right, cool. What's another one? Okay, so meditation improves memory. So meditation can boost your memory and recall by enhancing your brain function and structure. Um, So it can also help with age-related memory loss and dementia by preserving your brain volume and preventing cognitive decline, which is like pretty huge. Um, You know, that's a pretty common ailment for older folks. Yeah, I was going to comment on that, but I can't remember what it was you were talking about. (laughs) Just kidding. I mean, I can remember, and it is a serious problem. Oh, you're joking. I was like, the joke (laughs) did not land for me. I was like, it went way, it went over my head. Hey guys, meditation. I guess I need to improve my my (laughs) cognitive abilities. I need to meditate a little bit more. Yeah, as a side note, meditation will... uh, make jokes funnier, make life better. I think that's my experience. (laughs) You'll stop having jokes float over your head meditate. It was really funny after like, I realized what you were actually doing. Initially I was like, am I going to have to repeat myself? Okay. Got it. What else is on there? Um, pain relief. So meditation can reduce pain perception by changing the way your brain processes pain signals Meditation can also help with chronic pain conditions like arthritis, low back pain, and migraine. And um, yeah, that's just like some of the things that people experience from uh, meditation practice. Well, all illnesses come from stress in some way, shape, or form, right? Stress in your mind, stress in your body, stress in general. And my meditating and slowing down and getting connected to your body and not being connected to your thoughts as much and not allowing your thoughts to control your life and occupy space, then I can see how that would reduce pain. I can see how that could uh, help prolong the possibility of uh, having a healthier, more optimal way of living your life. So super cool. I, I mean, I always enjoy doing meditation. The thing that's interesting about talking about meditation is you can talk about meditation all day long, but until you actually just sit your butt down on the mat and do it, you're not going to have an experience of it. And so that's what this challenge is all about. It's about actually you holding yourself accountable to sitting onto your yoga yoga mat or sitting on your meditation pillow and doing meditations over a five-day period of time and noting and paying attention to how your life is changing because of the work that you're doing. I mean, you could listen to Katie and I all day long, and we're grateful that you do, but until you have that embodied experience of meditation, you'll never really know what it could do for you, and that, I think, happens on an individual basis. What do you think about that, Yeah, and I think it's really important to talk about, like, consistency with it because it's not just like you're going to meditate one time and have this big like oh my gosh aha shift or this like amazing experience and in fact I wanted to kind of go back to that last one which was the pain management one Um, in terms of with meditation like I can remember when I first started meditating being incredibly uncomfortable sitting in the position that I was sitting in having my feet fall asleep, having my hips hurt and my knees hurt when I got up from sitting and doing a meditation. And 
I think was mostly mental, like because I was focused on the parts of my body that were uncomfortable, it, the discomfort became so much worse. And then all I could think about was the discomfort in my body. And then it just was this like, honestly, like not a good experience. And I think it's good to like have that in your mind that it, if you put your attention on your discomfort in a meditation seat, then you, you probably are going to be consumed by that discomfort and it might not um, feel like you accomplished something after doing it. But the main thing to do is to go back to it the next day and to keep coming back to it. Because what I found over many years meditating is that on and off, I definitely have not been consistent all the time. But what I've found is that I can now sit in a meditation seat without any physical discomfort for a very long period of time. Um, and it has to do with the way that my my mentality has shifted in terms of my awareness. Then I redirect the, my attention to sensation in my body that doesn't feel bad. So like just like feeling my fingers or feeling my hands like just in general, like as they are and not focusing on something in my body that's like a little bit uncomfortable. Um, so I think that's really important. And I think just knowing that if you just keep coming back to your seat, that ultimately you will have these shifts and you will experience that goodness from it. Mm -hmm. Yep, that'll take you right to the sugar shack. That's what I like to call it, the sugar shack, that place where everything's just like good and gooey and yummy and awesome. Oh, yeah. Going to take you to the sugar shack. Okay. <laughs> no, but uh, one thing I will say about that too, and um, to reiterate what you're saying is you have to notice that the um, emotions that you have that are connected to certain sensations – and sensations of being uncomfortable may bring up an emotion of fear. And so if that emotion comes up, that's okay. Like you just experience the emotion, but then you bring your awareness back to your body in a way where you don't have this connection to that emotion, where you're just like seeing your body and seeing the sensations as they are and as they are not. One of the things that you say all the time that I love, it's come up for me in a few conversations this week, is that when you're okay with everything, everything will be okay. And really as a like guiding principle for me, meditation has been one of those things that has taught me that skill. It's taught me how to be okay with everything. And really when I'm okay with everything, everything uh, is okay. And it's really a mindset shift and, a, and it's all accessible to you through your body. So meditation is a golden ticket to the sugar shack. That's where you want to take it. Okay, what else, Katie? That's all I got. I don't know what this sugar shack situation is, but <laughs> I just think it makes me feel good overall. So if you're not like really into the sugar shack, just know that you're going to feel good <laughs> at the end of it. <laughs> you're going to feel like good I in said, your head. It's important jokes. to know that like yeah. you've never done yeah. meditation before and you sit down for your first meditation. It might not be this like glorious thing where you're like, oh, I feel so great, like in the mm -hmm. moment or right after, but you will still yeah. get the benefits and you will find that the more that you do it, 
consistently that the more like pleasure you'll get out of it in the moment and right after. Like I feel like now when I do meditation, like I actually enjoy it. And I, it wasn't always like that, but no matter if I enjoy it or not, I still get the benefits of it. Yeah, right. Yeah, and don't you think, too, a part of that is what people's approaches or intention is or their understanding of it is going into it? Like, um, if your intention is or you or you if your intention is to be without thought completely, then it's going to be really a fight for you because human beings, we think, and we've spent years and years and years programming ourselves to be thinkers and to use our thoughts to create our life. Well, thoughts, although they're powerful and amazing, are not things that you can just disappear. Now you can observe, and and this is the, the point I'm trying to make is that with meditation, you're not trying to be clear of all thoughts, but instead you're working towards observing your thoughts and what your thoughts are. And 90% of the thoughts that you have today are the same thoughts that you'll have tomorrow. And if you're observing your thoughts and you're aware of your thoughts, then you can start to make decisions around whether or not you are um, paying attention to and creating thoughts on a daily basis that are actually lifting you up. A good majority of people are creating thoughts and have thoughts every day that are not lifting them up, that are dragging them down, that are dropping them down, that are keeping them from being present, from be- having gratitude, from seeing what's available right in front of them. Um, and they have no awareness of that be- um, because they don't take the time to observe their thoughts. So in the practice of observing your thoughts and getting connected to your body through meditation, there will be a place and time over consist- a consistent period of time, like Katie's talking about, where you will, your thoughts will have less control of you and you will find space away from your thoughts, but it takes time to do that. Um, so having a proper intention and understanding of meditation as you go into it is really important too, I think. Thoughts actually can't be stopped. Like you fit, like cannot stop your thoughts from happening. Like it's not possible. Like, so, um, what you're saying is great. It's like, don't go into it. People say that all the time when we teach meditation in our trainings, it's like, oh, well it wasn't that great. Cause I was thinking the whole time. Well, that's, that has nothing to do with it being great or not great. Your thoughts are your thoughts and they're happening no matter what. And so it's really good, like you're saying, to have not have the intention of being like, I'm not going to think at all, because you're right. People will be disappointed. They won't have a good experience because it's not possible. So, yeah, just being okay with whatever it is. Like, be, like if it's like, like I said, if it's like an awful, like, experience in the moment, like, you, you're done with your meditation, you're like, that was uncomfortable, it, mentally and physically, ugh. It, do, it doesn't matter, like, what it felt like, really, like, because you're still going to get the benefit. But the point is, is to not let whatever it feels like have you not do it. Like, you just have to keep showing up and doing it. And then ultimately, you'll find more and more freedom in it and more and more enjoyment in it because you're not – your sh- things will just sh- be shifting for you that, like, you don't even realize. It just happens that way. Yeah, that's killer. I love it. And this meditation challenge that's coming up, it is really just meant to be a kickstarter for you to create a lifelong meditation practice. It is a challenge to get you on your mat, 
to get you into your body and to get you meditating. And our hope is that you see enough benefit and you create enough discipline around it that you continue to meditate moving forward from this challenge that we're having here starting on October 23rd. So what you got to do right now is subscribe to our podcast if you don't already and make sure that you're getting notifications when the new podcasts are released. So all the podcasting platforms... Get on there and subscribe to us, including YouTube and Spotify, if you want to see a video version of the meditation. Again, the challenge for the meditation challenge starts on October 23rd, which is this coming Monday. So you want to be prepared to let it happen. Hey, thanks everybody for checking out Play Hard and Love Big Radio, the official podcast of Spotted Dog Yoga and Sup. Play Hard and Love Big Radio is dedicated to bringing you the inspirational people the inspirational stories, and the inspirational challenges to help you connect to your center so that you live a more purposeful and passionate life. Have a and great rest. And you can rest. discover the sugar shack, maybe. Oh, yeah. You don't want to – don't forget about discovering the sugar shack. <laughs> discover the sugar shack with Spotted Dog Yoga and Sup. All right. That's it. See you all. Oh. Peace. Thanks, Katie. Thanks.